welcome back. So on this episode, we're going to talk about, well, I guess, well, I guess back in the day they called it chasing skirts. Oh, okay. That was very much a common statement. So, Didn't think your generation knew that term, but okay. Mine did. <laughs> no. So, um, Professor, what is it, what would you consider chasing skirts? What, 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 what is something that we need to look for, like? not look for it look out for it. <laughs> that's very that's very true uh, first I want to say that generally within the first few encounters a person gives away what their real true intent is I don't want to be stereotyping but I will say that most men for many generations have always wanted to lay a woman just take her to bed have sex without commitment used to women would even act like they were fighting them off. That doesn't necessarily mean they were. And they would put up some type of resistance. Now it's almost engaged by the woman first before the man. It's like they're so afraid they would not have a relationship, a committed individual, that they're willing to go to bed with anybody and everybody. That should be number one warning sign. If they're willing to go to bed with you in a very short, brief encounter, They've done that with multiple other people. You have to ask yourself, do you want to cheapen your life by having multiple relationships, as they call it? I just called it whoredom. You know, you've got women acting like a prostitute and committing adultery and this social media, which I'm going to really focus on a lot in this conversation, is going to be the one who puts the thought in their eyes, but also the music. So when you see a guy who's pursuing you without consideration, that's chasing skirts. So there's also multiple guys, if you're out with somebody and they're whistling or oogling you, you might want to realize they're doing that to every female or male that they walk by. We have this idea that we want to be in a relationship, but we don't want to pay the price for it. So let's take this into a little bit that we touched on last podcast, which was controlling and how insecure people are. If I ask you ladies, what do you think would be a, con a controlling insecure issue? We'll even allow our camera woman to answer. What do you think would create that kind of mentality? Either, to me, I think when it gets to that point, either that individual is doing something that they don't want to get mm -hmm. caught with or it could be past relationships, but if that's the case, you should not bring your past into your future relationship. So you mean I should, shouldn't bring up my ex-boyfriend from so far away saying, well, he didn't treat me like that, or he didn't oh, do okay. that. Comparing one to the right. other, yeah, the, yeah. Then you should have never got in a relationship at that point. Mm -hmm. to, uh, that would be pointless because you should just go back with that individual. Comparing one to another is the worst thing that a woman yeah. or a man could go by. Oh, he was better looking. Hello, you're the one who said you'd go out for, with this individual. Mm -hmm. So why would you take an individual and go out with him if there wasn't a possibility mm -hmm. that you wanted to get to know them better? It's not gonna be with them sitting at the table on a cell phone. If you go out on a date and that person will not put that cell phone down or even leave it in the car, you're already going to be crossing zones you're going to regret. Because I can guarantee you they're going to be texting some woman or she's going to be texting some man. 
Your total focus attention should be on that individual that you're wanting to get to know. And if that individual has to text you every five minutes throughout the day, that already says that you're extremely needy or you don't trust the person. So, Or they could be digital monitoring or digital clocking you, meaning um, they're looking on your social media sites, Instagram, Facebook, tracking you down to see where you've been, who you've been. To with, see where your last picture, location was. Yeah, where was your last location? Whose picture you got you've taken with? What location did, you know, those... It's really uh, it's another form of control, you know, when they're hunting you down on your social media and stuff. There's some trust issues and there, there's really some red flags that you should always avoid. And if there's trust issues, don't be with that person. Oh, no, definitely. Trust is the basic of all relationship. Without trust, you don't have anything but just pure sex. And that gets old after a while. So if they're chasing you down, they're monitoring you then they're either committing a fornication or a crime or a behavior that is not acceptable to you. And as I said, if it's a warning flag, not a second date, not a third date. The minute you start seeing those types of things, say, cut it off right there. And don't be ashamed to no. say, I'm sorry, I no. just can't continue talking to you. Why allow yourself to get into a relationship that you know is not going to work? feeling guilt or shame or feeling sorry for. Those are the wrong reasons to enter into any relationship. Feeling sorry for, feeling bad that that person's going through that. You need to stop and ask yourself, are you being the best person you can be? And you, you have to think about, um, especially those that you have kids and you're trying to get into, you know, whether whatever happened, divorce or widow, uh, you know, whatever the situation, but you're not just dating for yourself, you're dating for your kids, how compatible that situation is. And you still have to be a guard up, even if they're in church. And I told someone this on Facebook before, and I said, you know, they can be in church for X amount of years, and the pastor can say, this is the best person. The pastor's not spending time with that individual, so how would they know? They're just making sure their church is thriving. But... Um, Church growth. Yeah, church growth. But if he could be in church for all these years, in, even in church, not just on social media, even in church or a congregation or whatever, you can still be whatever you want to be. I mean, we've went to churches, visited churches where there's witches and they didn't even know they had witches. Mm -hmm. So um, there's pedophiles and they didn't even know they had pedophilia going on in their church. So, you know, you really have to put a guard up and really get to know that person. Um you know, the good, the bad. I, I always tell in my case, I said, take them on a church trip and you, you get all kinds of colors and you get all kinds of attitudes and then you'll see what you really want to work with. So, And that's so true. And I'm going to insert here because many of you may not be familiarized with us. So let me insert this. We are not a Christian group. So we want to get that aired out. We believe in God. We also believe in living our life as reflective unto what the attributes of God would be and what for our life. And when we get into that, we get into character. So don't assume or associate us with a particular religious group. We are Cannot not. Cannot be fit in the box. <laughs> we are definitely not. So if we mention God, it's not because we belong to a specific organization. Right. So I wanted to insert that. And from time to time, I will bring this. This is good practical advice for you in general. Now, I know you keep mentioning social media. And I'm going to say nowadays, 
everybody's looking for those likes, those follows, those this, that, and the other. I'm the type of person, I won't give you the time of day. If the first thing you come up with is, hey baby, hey this, <laughs> don't even talk to me. You'll be blocked immediately. And I know there are certain people out there that, oh my gosh, he said hi, or he looked at me and, you know, and, and it's, I don't understand why. Is there a reason why us as a generation, we go, I guess we go stupid. They, they just want a quick lay, really. I think desperation. Yeah. I, and I see it on both sides, the women it, and the men. The yes. men, the men, the women are just as aggressive as the men is uh, being aggressive as far as getting ready to jump into something real quick without realizing this, there's some consequences in that situation. I mean, I had a young man that I know that by the second month, I mean, you didn't, you only talked to this person on the phone. So by the a month and a half to the second month, you're already saying I love him. You know, it's like, what do you know about that person? That would you you use those words so loosely and everybody use those words loosely what do you know that you could truly say you love them you don't know what love is to me if you're already shacking up getting in the bed and all this extra stuff you don't know what love is because y'all don't have any respect for each other so. well that and that is very true i'm i'm not in a relationship but i know i'm the type of person if somebody comes out there and they want to try to i guess they say holler at holler at you I have very high standards. So, I mean, I, I can, guess I can say, please have high standards because you do not know what you are getting into. It could be a terrible situation. I know people who went out one day and they were, they were raped that same day. So, please, I encourage you to always look out for it and have your checklist, as Professor and Stacy was saying, because it is something terrible nowadays. It's dangerous. It's absolutely dangerous. You don't know what you're getting involved with. And because you haven't set up guidelines for yourself and in your own personal life, you're accepting all riffraff. Mm -hmm. And this is what creates additional heartache. People be in depression and they're all upset because there's no completion in their life. We were created in the image of God so that we would have a proper relationship and build a family. Mm -hmm. And the relationships that you're getting involved with is not what you're gonna to wanna to build a family off of. And I'm gonna insert this, grandparents and parents, if you see these warning signs in your grown children, you need to bring it to their attention. Not because you're making accusations, but because you know the facts. So step back and not be afraid to step in and say, hey, wait, 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 that's not the person for you. I like the fact that in the earlier podcast, you brought up the question, and this is something you should always ask, what do you love about that person? Mm -hmm. If you did a list that said all the likes and all the dislikes you like about an individual, which list is going to become longer? You might think that from our guidance that we're telling you that you need to have a perfect person. In my viewpoint, you need to, I would say, strive to be your best for the individual that you want in your life. And that means self-control. Controlling your attitude, controlling your conduct, controlling everything about you. And it's gonna go back to these holler at you and likes. I'm glad, Joy, that you have high standards. I don't believe that there are many young ladies today who are not trying to be on the popular list and, and all these millions of people interactive but you're working for somebody who is a lifetime commitment, regardless 
of what you go through, you go through it together and not independently. I actually, I think when it comes to choosing the right person, I'm not going to go out there and say yes to this person, yes to that person, because when it comes to a life com commitment, you're only choosing one person. So I'm not going to say, yes, I'll date you or yes, I'll marry you. And then two years down the road, I regret it. Oh, there's a lot of that going on. I, I looked up, it says that the divorce rate in the United States is 40 to 50% of your first marriage ends in divorce. That okay. is a lot. So imagine you've been married six months and next thing you know, you're divorced. It, it, it had two months and it, it has happened. You know, mm -hmm. um, you can't look at your um, stars and movie stars and everything because some of them have been married two weeks to two mm -hmm. months and they're in a divorce situation. You know, you can't pattern your life after that. In my case, I am a one and done, meaning that I'm choosing one person in my life until death do us part and that's it. Um, I'm not looking for another or anyone down the road. It's that that's it. And I'm making a life decision. And you have to think of that. You have to make a life decision. Do you want to have to go through all that? Do you want to have to revisit going through dating someone? I mean, I can understand if you've been uh, widowed or whatever, you know. Yes, I understand that. Um, but these days, people are just going hit back to back you know and it's it's and it's sad because then there's children involved and there's a whole bunch of complications and i want to insert here too my first marriage i married somebody who professed to be a christian and because we were taught to marry in the church i did and it was six months or so after we were married i was pregnant that i found out my husband was smoking marijuana <clears throat> i had never been around that I didn't know the lies and deceit that was associated with this lifestyle, and it progressively got worse. But because I did not believe in divorce, I did not leave that marriage. I am going to say when we get into that portion, I want you to really listen closely to what I have to say about that. As I mentioned earlier, my first husband was murdered, mistaken identity, shot in the back of the head by a police officer. So I waited for a long time. 14 and a half years before I decided to see if there was somebody else possibly for me. And I found the most amazing man, but using the guidelines I'm teaching you is how our relationship turned out to be absolutely unbelievable. Unfortunately, he did die of kidney disease. And someone asked me, do you think you're gonna go for a third marriage? I said, no, I'm really too old for that. And I'm involved in so many other things. I'm not going for my dating hood or another spouse. I've had two different ones and that's sufficient for my lifestyle. So I'm not out dating just to go out and hang out. I haven't got any intent. And I like what you said earlier, Joy, is when you said this one to holler at you. I'm like you. The minute some guy comes on the line and says something about, hey, cutie or hey, sweetie, block, stop it. And I think, go ahead. I think, um, just throw this last statement in there, that um, even on our social medias, we should always scream. Mm -hmm. Always. I'm the type of person, I'll put my social media on private because I don't like all that other hoopla that goes around with that. So, I mean, always, just always do your screen tests on that type of thing. Um, well, this is the end of this episode. 
and I think we're gonna call this one because my mom's never heard of it chasing skirts <laughs> <laughs> that's a good one I like that I thank you so much for your guidance and what you have to say it's very informative and again ladies and gentlemen let's just listen to what this older generation has to say because it's always important we can always glean something from them so I thank you and we'll see you next time